Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Derek Jeter! This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. We know a little bit more about the Yankees roster, we think, after Gio Urshela started at shortstop on Tuesday in what I have to believe was a fan-created lineup. We're going to talk about what that means moving forward. Additionally, the bench is locked in for two people. Where do the other spots go? How unlocked are the other bench spots? Uh, And Thomas and I are going to talk a little bit about our predictions about people who are going to make the opening day roster, who are going to have to go to AAA, but you will see them this season. And a few guys who I believe are hanging on to their 40-man roster spots by a thread. Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with the mailbag question. We will be more than happy to answer it and get your roster questions in quickly because this thing is getting damn close to being finalized. Thomas Carinante, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? And uh, Gio, it's short. What a sight to see. Not in a shift. In, in starting at shortstop. Yeah, baby. I'm good. I'm liking where the Yankees another win. How many more wins? We're just piling up the wins. Bit. Just get us to fucking April 1st. I want this real stuff happening so we could just celebrate the wins stacking up on top of each other. It is fun to watch it during spring training, though, because as we said, uh, we really don't like watching the losses. It's kind of deflating, especially because we're they play some shitty competition. I feel like we're playing the Pirates and the Tigers every day, and it's not fun. Well, it's um, this year. This year, they restricted all the travel, yeah. so it's just the same not good teams. What is it? Pirates, Pirates, Jays, and Tigers. 
That's it. Tigers. Oh, at Phillies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phillies. We played the Phillies a couple times. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of roster stuff to talk about. But before we start trimming down the roster, we have to start talking about trimming our balls. Am I right? Manscaped is back here, folks. Support for Yanks Go Yard is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. It's simply not enough men. We need more men to support Manscaped. Uh, and I know we had that 70 degree day. What was it last week or the week before? We're back down to the last 30s. Friday. Yeah, last yes. Friday. But guess what? We still got to prepare for the warm weather. We still got to make sure we're groomed and we're trimming and we're taking care of our stuff uh, ourselves. And Manscaped hooked me up with a bunch of tools and formulation from their perfect package 3.0 kit. They got a light on the ball hair trimmer. It's pretty epic. They gave me a pair of uh, boxers. With this thing, you got some ball deodorant. The whole package is there. You can take care of yourself. Please don't let the toxic masculinity get to you. It's not all about having gross, long-haired balls. It's about taking care of yourself and smelling good all the time. So if you're interested, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Yes, they certainly will. And we will thank Aaron Boone for putting together a hell of a lineup on Tuesday for us to talk about. Uh, I didn't. I Who knew we're going to be talking about a spring training lineup on like March 17th. But here we are. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, not only did Gio Rochelle start at shortstop on Tuesday. Cool. Uh, Tyler Wade was forced to sit and watch uh, playing second base alongside him. Very much a cuck move. Um, Wade. Uh, so if that wasn't enough to sort of set off your alarms and make you think, I wonder if they're trying to test something out here in an effort to get Wade off the opening day roster. Um, Boone said, you know, when we're in a pinch, you never know. You might go or shell it. It's something I wanted to see before spring training ended. That's great. That's a nice thing to say to the public. But I will note that G. Rochella started at short. G. Rochella looked pitch perfect at short. Gio Urshela got the opportunity with the starters, and when the starters exited the game, Gio Urshela left with them, and Tyler Wade stayed in. He got an additional at-bat, played through the eighth inning, and went 0 for 4. Almost like Aaron Boone was like, I need to see something from you. I am going to give you every chance on earth to provide me with what I need. You're playing all nine innings today. You need to do something, anything, and Wade did not. It's like beating a dead horse at this point. We all understand why Tyler Wade is more likely than not to be on the opening day roster. But if the first few weeks of roster talk was all speculation, Tuesday was just a bunch of people screaming that they would love to get Tyler Wade off the roster, like silently screaming. Yeah, I I don't know how many more times we have to go over. Progressive presents forced metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. In hockey, it's the goalie's job to protect the net. And in life, your net is your home and auto, but also your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your goalie is the -the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive Insurance. Well, and also the savings you get when you bundle. So in this metaphor, you have two goalies, which is okay because, you know, it's just a metaphor. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The fact that he's a black hole when it comes to offense, and it's pretty much the one flaw in this lineup when when you're facing an opposing pitcher. Uh, His lefty bat was once viewed to be valuable, but he can't make contact. His speed is valuable, but guess what? If you're not getting on base, I don't know what use your speed is. 
And then you got to take into account a couple of these other things. Brian Hoke, yes, uh, yesterday or the I think it was yesterday, said that um, there are two roster spots on the bench locked in, and it's Higashioka and Gardner. And then he said, pick two of the remaining guys. Uh, so that means Bruce and Dietrich are very still much alive in this race. We kind of are guessing at this point that Bruce is a foregone conclusion to make the roster. Um, and then Aaron Boone on Wednesday this morning was asked about the competition between Bruce and Dietrich. This is from uh, Max Goodman, who's been down in Tampa covering the Yankees admirably. Um, and who's been said, the absolute best. Yeah, he's been fucking money. Everything we're getting from him is just great. He's been more active than most of the other reporters that were uh, used to following. Um, but anyway, Boone said that when he's evaluating who will get the final few roster spots, it's less about their numbers this spring, but more about what they've done in the past and if they're healthy right now. So what does that tell you? Uh, it could tell you a number of things, but I think that with Geo starting at short yesterday and Tyler Wade, Tyler Wade was not sitting and watching Adam. He was standing and watching him from like six feet away at second base. So I think that tells you all you need to know about mm -hmm. what the kind of, I don't think they're sending a message, but they're like, Hey dude, like you're going to play, this guy's going to play your other position. We're going to see how it goes. So Please, please hit the ball to, to show us something. Once again, did not hit the ball, but you look at Dietrich's versatility, could play first, second, short, and third. Um, and then we were talking the other day that even if Geo could play short, the problem is, is that we don't have another backup second baseman or third baseman because if he goes to short, you got DJ at second. And even if you move DJ to third, you still don't have another second baseman. So Dietrich would kind of have to be the, the last piece to to fill in there in order to make this uh, any, any defensive alignment or defensive shift work if Wade is not on the roster. Uh, but I think that speak, speaks volumes because uh, I think we'd venture to say Dietrich's past career uh, track record is much better than Tyler Wade's. Um, and the fact that uh, Bruce has a been tearing it up this spring and B has very much a uh, decorated uh, past career history says a lot with how they're going to maybe fill out these final two bench spots. I don't think we should be jumping to conclusions at this point, but I think we could safely say that it's perhaps trending in the direction that we could see a Higgy Gardner, Bruce and Dietrich four man bench come April 1st. What do you think? Oh, you got Aaron judge too, saying, you know, we love Bruce's leadership in the locker room. His spot feels almost as locked in as Brett Gardner's at this point. I mean, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I, I think, you know, it was enlightening to see somebody say, these are the two locks, your backup catcher, the lock of the century and Brett Gardner, who we just signed. But that's it, because up until this point. I think you and I have sort of considered there to be three locks and including Tyler Wade on that list. Yeah. So it was interesting to say the least to see an insider and a beat writer on the day of Gio Urshela's shortstop appearance admit that, okay, this is a currently locked two man bench, not three. Uh, we see where the speculation comes from, but uh, you know, do not, do not gift Tyler Wade that bench spot just yet. Um, you know, it, it says all the things that we we've thought uh, from sort of early in spring training to now, it makes you feel like Mike Talkman is probably the least likely person to be on the Yankees roster come opening day of all those unlocked bench options. Uh, I don't know if you agree. Um, and then it does at the very least say that they are entertaining Bruce Dietrich uh, for real this time. There's only, there's only two weeks left of this thing. Uh, this is no longer a pie in the sky uh, fan led GM summit situation where fans are like, wouldn't it be cool if Derek Dietrich was on the team? Let's take Tyler Wade off and just play around a little bit. Like, 
everything about Tuesday's screen that the team was actually considering this. Yeah, I, I what do I think about Talkman? I, I can't even believe that he's kind of exited the conversation. Not like not like we're uh, actively omitting him. It's just like we do. Some fans are kind of forgetting about him. He just, homered yesterday and it he, almost feels like it means nothing. Yeah, I, it really does. It doesn't feel like it's moving the needle at all. Uh, I, I mean, no disrespect to Talkman. I like Talkman as a player. Uh, I just think it's unfortunate we have the outfield depth that we do. If they didn't bring back Gardner, it's a different story, but you knew they were going to do that anyway. Adding Talkman to this bench doesn't make the Yankees a better team in my uh, from from my perspective. I think adding the versatility in Bruce and even in Dietrich makes this team better. Uh, Talkman, though he did homer, is not a lefty power bat. Uh, I think that was that was evident last year. Um, necessarily doesn't provide those really good long at bats that you need from somebody when when you have this kind of lineup where deep down you're getting these quality uh at bats and showdowns with pitchers in in the eight nine hole um so i I think that talkman is probably just gonna have to be traded i think there'll be a taker for him there's no reason to to let him go uh, for nothing. Um, He's got years of control left. And Brian Cashman had said that he's been getting fielding a lot of calls about talking this offseason, but didn't bite. I guess he wanted to see if he'd answer the call during spring training. I wouldn't say he hasn't answered the call because he's been okay, but he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. That's like, wow. Oh my God. Like Mike Talkman. Whoa. We, we can't, we possibly can't get to opening day without this guy. We can, we have a full outfield. And even if, God forbid there were an injury. Bruce can play the corner spots. And then you got Gardy who could play all over. So uh, having another outfielder here is a little bit redundant. I'd rather have a guy who could play all three infield spots. And Dietrich is a much better power bat. And how many fucking pitches has he been hit by this? Yesterday was like the fifth time he was hit by a pitch. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it. His bicep just taking up all of home plate. Fastballs bouncing off of it, hitting the pitcher back in the head. I love it. Um, but yeah, I think I think the addition of Bruce and or Dietrich makes the Yankees a better team than simply them just carrying Talkman as another outfielder. I agree. I, I've I've waffled on this just because I remember what Mike Talkman was in 2019. Yeah. But then I remember what Mike Talkman was in 2022. And, and you just there are certain like I would love Cam I would love 2019 Cameron Mabin back on this team too, but that's not going to happen. Some players are snapshots of a moment in history. Talkman owned 2019. I don't know if I don't know what kind of player he is. I know what kind of player he was last year. I don't know if I can judge that. It's a similar situation to me with Mike Ford, mm-hmm. who when he came up in 2019, everyone was like, "Where do the Yankees pluck this patient?" power hitting first baseman like they just had one of these waiting at triple a 250 hitter 360 obp 12 homers in like 50 games like they had another one of these guys clutch and then 2020 happens and negative war goes like 30 plate appearances without a hit almost no power it sort of originated in that game when they compared him to Babe Ruth on the uh, Red Sox Yankee Sunday night broadcast A-Rod might have broken up with Jennifer Lopez in this calendar year, and that was still (laughs) A-Rod's worst moment of the calendar year. It made no sense, Um, and it may have, you know, turned Mike Ford into dust, but these are two guys who were integral to 2019. I'm having trouble coming to terms with their absence and their regression, but at a certain point, you kind of have to do it, and you have to think, 
you know, the Derek Dietrich is a 20 homer bat who can play a lot of different positions. Is it really more valuable to carry an outfielder who's going to be playing 65 games and hitting 230? And last year, his isolated power was just awful. Like, if mm-hmm. he's going to be a good field singles hitting outfielder, what, is that really more valuable than Derek Dietrich? And what? And Mike Talking can't play multiple positions. Am I really going to be holding on to this? For so long, I don't know what it is about Derek Dietrich getting hit by pitches. By the way, it's getting know. ridiculous. Um, like at a certain point, it is a skill. Maybe he is despised by pitchers throughout the league. Maybe they're intimidated by him. I don't know what it is, but he he got drilled with the bases loaded yesterday yeah. and knocked in a run by getting hit. And you knew it was going to happen. It's like Jacoby Ellsbury and catchers interferences. Like, did the catchers interferences justify his contract? No, his contract was the worst of all time. But was it interesting? Like, at a certain point, it wasn't a trick or a mistake anymore. It was something lucky and weird that the player's good at. Derek Dietrich's stance is probably a little intimidating. He he takes up the plate. He doesn't give it away to anybody. He doesn't stand down for any pitcher. And when he owns the plate, he lets you know. He, ta- he takes a swing. He cracks one into the right center field bleachers. And he takes a little strut around the bases. Uh, so pitchers know that when he comes to the plate, the, the plate is his. It's like Kevin Euclid. It's like you you knew he was eventually going to get a pitch to hit because he leaned over the plate and he knew where the plate was and his presence was, you know, for whether consciously or not, intimidating. You knew eventually he was going to get a fastball somewhat down the middle. And Dietrich, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking players who we don't think are going to make the opening day roster but should still have a chance to contribute. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. Thomas Carinante, one more thought on the man himself, Derek Dietrich. Yeah, I think that uh, his versatility is certainly valuable. I think that we we should be, I think it is realistic that we're talking about him potentially making the opening day roster, but I think that maybe we, uh, the Yankees value analytics a lot. And maybe we should pump the brakes a little bit. I know that Tyler Wade's bat is bad, but his defense, I'm looking at, uh, I just came across, I was like, yeah, what's, what's Dietrich's uh, advanced stats here on defense? Not very good. Uh, career at second base, negative 11 DRS, negative uh, 5.5 UZR. Uh, third base, career, negative 10 DRS, negative 5 UZR. Um, and then the outfield is pretty damn bad. Negative 29 DRS, negative 16.7 UZR. So, while we're talking about Dietrich, I know he's definitely more threatening bat than uh, way more threatening bat than uh, Talkman and Wade. Uh, but are we so sure about the defense? He did make that error the other day that cost Davey Garcia an unearned run. Um, I don't know. It depends what the Yankees are thinking. You know, they value the you know, they're starting to value analytics a lot more than other teams in this league. So depends what their thought process process is on that. But I think everybody should know that information before we move forward anyway. Love to hear that something is pretty damn bad. That's yeah. always one of my that's one of my favorite assessments. It makes me feel very confident. Yeah. Um, I mean the Talkman thing too, like just very briefly, he's controlled through 2024. Like that does mm-hmm. matter. Like yeah. it, it that's that's a lot, that's a lot of ability to control you know a player's uh, a player's personal outcome. And also sad for Mike Talkman, who's not gonna hit free agency till he's like 34 yeah, and is a very confusing baseball player. Um but yeah, that that's going to factor into the decision too. But people are talking about him like he's already a dearly departed member of this roster. So worth considering uh, in terms of the pitching staff, knock on everybody listening, knock on every piece of wood you find. If you only have inauthentic wood in your room, don't knock on that. I don't know if it helps or hurts. It's very, it's a different kind of, you know, synthetic wood. It doesn't quite hit the same. Hmm. The pitching staff has dominated this spring and 
all parts of the pitching staff have dominated this spring to the point where talent is leaking and overflowing out of different segments of this roster. So, Thomas, you and I beat it back and forth this week. Uh, pitchers who have definitely impressed us, they all ended up being pitchers, of course, who mm-hmm. we are pretty confident are going to help out the roster this year. Uh, you will see them. That That's how baseball works. You're not going to send them to the minors. They're going to disappear forever. There will be a need, whether it's imminent or not, for pitching reinforcements at the big league level. But these are guys who, who have impressed us, who we are pretty confident are going to help the team this year, but probably not for opening day. Let's go through them. Uh, Davey Garcia is sort of the standout for me. Um, the New York Post got wild this week and started talking about how Domingo Herman had emerged not just as a five starter, but as a co-ace to mm. Garrett Cole. I don't know what that means. I'm going to go ahead and say that's not true. Even if he performs well, there is no world in which the Yankees are suddenly marketing Domingo Herman as their ace, especially considering he is Domingo Herman. Uh, but that being said, he's been fantastic. You cannot take that five starter spot away from him at this point. Davey has also been stunningly good, but yeah, it does feel like a triple A start is almost guaranteed. And there, there's no way he doesn't do both. There's no way he doesn't swing back to the big league roster at some point, but there's basically no way he doesn't open the, the season at triple A. Yeah. I think the only way that that does happen where he does make the roster is if they go with a six man rotation, I want that to happen. I don't feel that's, that's not a feeling that I have that they're going to go with, but you know, we're going to see Davey Aaron Boone after um, his start. I think Davey started on Sunday. He said that regardless of how the race goes for the number five starter spot between him and Domingo, they're both going to be used a lot in 2020 and they're going to be relied on to make starts. So uh, I think it's probably best to put him at triple a given his uh, very little experience above double a, he still needs some refinement. Uh, He needs to get away from the barrel of some bats. So what, what better place to work on that than, than in the minor leagues when he's clearly better than he's clearly better than the competition in the minors. He'll have a lot of time to get that practice that he needs, but he'll be up at the MLB roster when the Yankees need a spot start because how many times do we have to talk about this rotation? Everybody after Cole is largely a question mark, whether it's for injuries, whether it's due to long layoffs, or if it's both. So we're going to see a lot of Davey. Don't worry, guys. Uh, but if Domingo didn't come firing out of uh, the gate like this after uh, not pitching since, since September 2019, I think we'd be having a different conversation. It's insane what Domingo's doing. And yep. it's like, a, a, I think the right people are, I don't think people are like, it would be unfair to be like, people aren't giving enough credit to Domingo Herman. No, I think people are definitely noticing. Yeah, I think the world is talking about it uh, as evidenced by the crazy co-ace piece. But he has still been ridiculous. Like, it's worth saying that he is getting the right amount of plaudits, but he has still been insane. Uh, he's right up there with Jacob deGrom for me in terms of guys who have been nutballs this spring. DeGrom, all of his starts to come against the Astros, by the way, he's throwing 102 and he's gone nine innings, one run, 16 strikeouts. Um, I, my jaw's on the ground. I don't, I think it's totally fine to say that Garrett Cole, really good pitcher, Jacob DeGrom, best pitcher in baseball, uh, but also hasn't really accomplished much, you know, in terms of team accolades. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this with Met fans, but like no one's going to disrespect Jacob DeGrom by saying that both pitchers are great. They're both great. It's fine. Jacob DeGrom's a crazy person though. Uh, two other guys who may or may not be on the opening day roster, but we suspect no Michael King and Lucas Litke. Um, where does the Litke thing come from for you? Why, why don't you think he's going to be there on opening day at this point? 
I think Nick Nelson has kind of solidified himself. And like we talked about oh, yeah. before, Jonathan Luizaga, Luis Sessa um, are baked into roster spots, and that's just the way it is. So uh, even with uh, Britain on the shelf, um, that, that roster spot does get freed up. But I, I really do think it's it's going to be for Nelson. Um, and Litkey, once again, I know he's been blowing everybody away this spring. I know that he's looked wildly impressive, and he is that lefty to – you know, fill that void in the bullpen, but don't forget the Yankees signed Justin Wilson and Darren O'Day this off season. So that kind of changes things. And it's hard for fringe pitchers to kind of make that impression, which is, you know, another, another issue with, um, uh, Michael King's, uh, battle to get uh, a roster spot, but Licky, the problem with him is that he didn't, he missed all of 2018. He missed all of 2020. I know he's looking good right now. Uh, kind of changes things though, because he could be stashed at triple a and he could be brought up if need be. Um, in any of these, in any of these scenarios. So um, I think we're looking at, Oh wait, actually he could make, he could very well, who, who else would make the roster over him? What am I thinking of? Tyler Lyons and the fan graph. No, projection? he's not. Sessa? I think it's Litke's. I think it's Litke's spot. Yeah. Who am I? Who was I thinking of that was dominating the other day? Is anybody else dominating? Every single pitcher. Uh, maybe. Good? Yeah. I don't know. I guess everybody's doing well. I guess I guess the the only uh, I guess this my reasoning here for that was uh, potentially going with the six man and then Licky's definitely out. Um, But yeah, I guess I guess I'm wrong. I guess Licky probably does make it depending on what happens. But um, I think that the value that's there for him to be stashed at AAA and brought up whenever they see fit um, is going to is going to kind of change the way the narrative goes. Um, but yeah, I guess I got caught being an idiot for a second because <laughs> I thought there was an extra spot. I, th- I didn't think there was an extra spot when you, when we, uh, when we considered Nelson here, but yeah, Hey, uh, I'm rooting for Licky to make the opening day roster nonetheless. So hopefully, uh, this, this does end up proving me wrong. Um, but they're also, you know, they're also looking at Kyle Barraclaw and, and Nick Goody. Uh, those are two veterans who could potentially, I don't know who chess seen. He hasn't been good, but maybe he, I haven't seen him on. in months. I, yeah, wonder I haven't if he's seen like, he's only made three starts. Yeah. So. I wonder if he's COVID. Like one or of those three, things three you games can't talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Chrisky could, could also be an option because they kind of know what they have in him a little yeah. bit. Uh, so I don't know. Nestor. I think, yeah, no. <laughs> Nestor's Nestor's. I love Nestor. He's just not great. No, it's it's for me. It's it's the decision is like, do we like do we trust what we've seen from Licky this spring? Do we care that he's a lefty versus yeah. the non lefties? And do we ha- do we think we can retain Kyle Barraclaw and Nick Goody? And uh, I think you probably can. I, I think th- those guys all probably report to the alternate site, um, but they've all been pretty good. It's, yeah. It doesn't. It's yeah. The difference is Nick Nelson. If there is a if there is a six man rotation discussion and either Michael King or Davey makes the roster for spot starts, Nick Nelson's are in the last bullpen spot, and you're not excommunicating Luizaga at this point, who's like going on nine shutout innings this spring and just yeah. completely blowing people away. Um, but if there is that additional bullpen spot instead of a rotation option, I think it's Litke over the field. Uh, it's definitely Litke over Michael King. Uh, and Michael King, another guy who didn't really get triple a starts mm-hmm. ever, you know, he was supposed to be 
a Yankees ace in the hole in 2019, 2018 minor league pitcher of the year starts that year. And he's, he's the guy to get hurt in spring training. It, it always happens to somebody it's Clark Schmidt this year, someone with a lot of momentum enters spring training and gets hurt almost immediately. King hurt his elbow, barely pitched in triple a came up at the end of the year, but he was supposed to have a full 2019 to triple a didn't 2020. He was supposed to, you know, whatever anyone was supposed to do in 2020, he instead had to report to, you know, major league camp, didn't have a season, was on the big league roster the whole year, got some weird starts. If they go with a six-man, Litke does not have a spot. If they don't, I think he's your front runner over Bear Claw and Goody right now. I would agree. And then Michael King, like you just said, he's he's another fringe guy without really a role. He's kind of... I know they talked about uh, Nick Nelson having the Jonathan Lewisaga type role, but that's kind of like what Michael King had last year. Sands the hot one high leverage inning. He made some starts. He came in for multi-inning relief. You didn't really know what to expect from him. Uh, this, I know he's working on uh, refining his his pitch arsenal. He's had some control issues this spring, but when he's cleaned it up, he's looked fairly good. Once again, though, not good enough to probably crack the roster with the way everybody else is performing. Um, and uh, if they do, I think either going with the six-man rotation or adding the lefty into the bullpen is going to be way more valuable than than carrying a guy like Michael King, who still could use uh, some time in the minors and who got expedited to the MLB roster in Davy style when he wasn't exactly ready. So, um, and we also have to factor in, you know, Domingo Herman before all this wasn't really a shoe in to make the roster before spring started. Everything, you know, a lot of Yankees fans were calling for his release, upset that he was even there, didn't like his apology. So his play has kind of affected the roster, the potential uh, roster spots of these guys as well. And I think Michael King is probably the most adversely affected by that uh, when when all is said and done. Yeah. It's all weird. I mean, it's all yeah. weird and it's all positive. I'm not upset by yeah. <laughs> by all means. Keep keep competing with each other and throwing scoreless innings up on the board. I, I can't argue with you. Um, that is it for this edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib. He's Thomas Carinante. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you rack up those podcast listens. Make sure to give us just one of them uh, three times per week. That's all we ask. Uh, give us a five-star review along with the mailbag question. Get your roster predictions in Hit us up with who you think is getting these final spots. I think it's starting to get a little cut and dried pending last-minute injuries, which obviously are a thing that you have to account for. Until next time, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. And you can find your boy on Twitter at Tommy's underscore takes. Also, please talk to both of us at the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS and head on over to YanksGoYard.com. We got all these, all these topics up there for you. We want to hear your ideas. We want to talk to you. We want to turn your thoughts into content. Uh, it's going to be a good week, everyone. Yankees are still on a streak right now, and Pete's Friday's right around the corner. So get ready, and we'll talk to you next then. Oh, my God. See you Friday. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.